And this is the Have You Ever Considered podcast, helping you to understand your thoughts about life's everyday issues. We explore them from the perspective of an advocate and a critic. And obviously, for the purpose of the argument, our views presented here might be stronger and less nuanced than the ones we hold in real life. To emphasize that, for each episode, we assume pen names, or more accurately, pod names, so we can focus on the arguments and not on people. I'm Toby Serafinski. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast. I'm William Ankler. I'm the second co-host of this podcast. I say second like there's going to be a third one, Tommy. It's a bit odd, isn't it? Um, there's only two of us, right? Yeah. There's nobody else in this room right now. No. No, no. Okay, just be sure it's certain. Um, today we're going to be um, covering the subject is which is, have you ever considered buying less new and more secondhand? That's what we're going to be talking about. My pod name as we always do in these episodes, we talk about our pod names because that's, you've heard in the introduction what these pod names are um, or what they're about. Um, and it's another terrible pun. It really is. And, and every time I do this and I say my name, uh, the instant reaction from Tommy says to me, it's another terrible name. Will buy less new. Oh, I'm the, I'm a, I'm a Tommy the hesitant buyer. Tommy the <laughs> I do like that. So, I will go straight in then to stating my case for buying less new and more secondhand. You know, I think it's about time, really, we got all got over the need to buy everything new. Needing everything we have is new. Um, you know, I, don't, I think going down this sort of route of buying more secondhand has, has so many different benefits for yourself and for the wider world, I think it, it's better for the environment, as for certain, because, you know, that we're not actually continually mining resources out of the earth and making new things where those things have such a good long life type lifespan. You know, it extends the life of everything that is produced. I think it also reduces the demand for new items as well. So companies don't but won't produce so much because there is less demand so when there's less demand there'll be less demand for a product that means they won't produce so much of it and it actually reduces the impact on the environment so actually production especially large scale production of whatever you're thinking about whether it be clothing or electronics as to give you two examples there's a big environmental impact on that and if you can actually reuse something particularly for me, it's a no-brainer. I think I really think it's a no-brainer. Actually, being able to reuse something is is a good thing. And no, but I throw something out there to you as you're as you're listening to this. There's two things in life that we never really think about with that we're buying secondhand. Can you think about what those two things are? I'll give you a second of what we think about is we don't we don't even really consider buying second. We don't even really consider it secondhand. I think one of them is quite obvious, and that is a car. People are happy to buy secondhand cars. But also, when you buy a house or a home, you're literally buying, unless you know it's been built and you're the first people who lived in the house, that home, that is a secondhand home. Nobody ever sees it that way. They just think, oh, it's, I'm, it's now my home and it's my place. So have a think about that. Buying secondhand also, I, it, it saves you money. It, it's a bit like how we've talked about in, in another episode, how, you know, maybe consider growing more, growing more of your own food can save you money. Flying less can save you money. And in, especially in any time where there is a crisis of 
uh, a cost of living crisis is, you know, your budgets could be squeezed tighter and tighter. And if you've got larger inflation, it, it really does help that your, your overall budget, it saves you money. Um, so buying pre, Brian secondhand or a lot, as often people call it now, is they call it pre-loved items. Um, often items are just thrown away when they're still in very good condition. There is like the whole idea of fast fashion, where fast fashion is very much like, you know, you go to your, your local cheap store, you buy your clothes for holiday, you wear them maybe once or twice, or even just for the whole entire of that, that two weeks or when you're away. And then you come home and you throw it away because you have no use for it anymore. And it was cheap in the first place, so it's no real outlay loss, loss of cost either. But actually, you know, that should really be used again somehow because it's just all those resources have gone into that and they've just been lost. Um, I think buying secondhand is also a great way of supporting any local causes or charities. Uh, often the best bargains can be found in, in charity or thrift stores because you go in there, especially if you go in there with the mindset, as I often do, I walk into a, uh, walk into a charity shop with, I think I know, I know what I'm looking for. And I can walk in there and I can often find something. And sometimes I don't as well, but it is, this is something about walking into it and then actually finding something you really, I remember actually buying a full suit for an interview. I found it in a charity shop at a really bargain price. And it was in such good, it was in like, almost like in perfect condition. There is something really community-based again about supporting, you know, your, your local charity shops. So if you're, if you're donating to them and if you're, um, buying from them as well, and even doing what I, I've done in the past where I've actually bought an item for, short, for a short period of time, like the suit is a good example. I bought it for a short period of time. I didn't need it for any much longer than I had, I had it. I then returned it back to that same charity shop and then, then got another sale out of it and somebody else would get another use out of it. It's another, another person not going to um, buy something brand new and not going to um, buy something that's just been you know produced you know, it's been reused. So buying from, buying from charities in particular is, is a one thing, one way of thinking about buying secondhand because it, it helps them support their cause. You know, and I'd say, like I said, sometimes you might, you may need that an article of clothing for that one-off use. So yeah, buy it from the charity shop. It's cheaper than buying it new. Use it, wash it, return it to the same charity shop so they can make another sale from it. I, I just love that cyclical idea of community as well. So yeah, I think it's about time we got over and needing everything new and going down the secondhand route and bit and remembering that second buying something secondhand does not mean it's a set it's second class. Right. Yeah, when you were talking about uh, this charity shop where you return like it's almost like a rent a suit. Right? Maybe we it's not so much about uh, buying secondhand but just you know rent what you can. And and that way, look, I think there's a there's a few issues with this train of thought first of all someone has to buy new in order to this to be secondhand those secondhand items need to come from somewhere and yeah i mean that's that's just the bottom line um secondly buying new doesn't necessarily needs to mean buying often you know like a these are like all those those topics. The, the 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 what we talk here is a little bit inter intertwined. You know, fast fashion, for sure. But fast fashion is not so much about buying new. 
It's about wastefulness. It's about just just producing rubbish. And my point of, you know, against of buying secondhand, buying new, like buy new, but buy good quality item and hang on to it. That's why my name is Hesitant Buyer, because, you know, hesitate before you buy. But once you buy, buy new, buy the best quality and hang on to that. You know, I often say, like, I had my mobile phone. I bought it like a top of a range, best mobile phone I could. And I hung on to it for seven years. My first car that I bought, I bought it and I was driving it 13 years. I bought it new. And, you know, if you buy the 10-year-old car, you're probably not going to drive it for another 10 years. So you might actually create more of a buy and, and sell or buy and discard and buy and discard because you're buying secondhand items. And you, you tend to hang less time to them. And they tend to be lower quality in terms even like they used there's somebody already got a use of that you know that that pants or that jacket will get uh you know the stitching maybe will go not not way way it should be much quicker so i think that you can buy good quality items new and that gives you opportunity to hang on longer to them and and get a more satisfactory use you you have a more satisfaction out of that and you can really, you know, I love things that I buy something and I'm with this thing for a long time. It has an opportunity to get old. And then, you know, you get to this point when you know all the quirks of the of the item, of your car, of like, you know, you kind of live with it. And and, and I think you, can, you, 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 you have this opportunity more so if you're buying stuff new. Another important... Um, for another important argument for buying new stuff is that in many cases if you're buying something new it's actually better if you buy a new car it's safer it's more efficient it costs you less it emits less pollution um buy a new one uh, and and then hang on to that right and and that can be stretched to other electronics right you you can do more it's faster it consumes less energy. It produces less heat. It's gentle on your eyes if you're looking at the screens, etc., etc. So I think when we when it comes to buying new versus buying secondhand, oh, and you know I I don't want to make like a total case against buying secondhand, but don't confuse buying new with being wasteful, because there are two different things. I think that's that's a quite short, but that's that's my case. Stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. Um, sorry for the interruption of this episode, but we'd like to ask you to just to share this with uh, a friend of yours that maybe this particular subject actually resonates with. And if you don't have a friend, or maybe you don't have a friend that it will resonate with, leave the five star rating. Actually, leave the five star rating regardless on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you want to go an extra mile write a review. This is great help for the podcast and it helps it reach more people. I agree with the buying new. You know, that actually, I think my case was definitely more about, I hope it came across actually, that it was, you know, buy when, buy when you need to, some, to buy something rather than because you just, because you want to, because it's there. It's the mindless consumerism. That's the problem that a lot of, production but a lot of a lot of things that are produced you think about food waste for example but 
a lot of things that are produced that just are never sold because they say, say take electronics, right? There must be so much electronics that have become obsolete because they have never got to the, never even got to the, the shop in the first place because they've just never been sold and something has been, um, something as a, a new version has made that obsolete. Yeah. So it's a psych- psychological obsolescence, right? You don't, you don't really. It's not really worse than the previous. That that much better, or or, or the new generation is not that much better than the last one. Yes, but it's kind of is this impression that they oh this is the old one. Yeah, I'm not going to have the old one. I want I want the old one. Everything is up to date. Um, I'll give you an example from my own my own my own life experience. Um, and we talked off air about this actually. I bought a PlayStation 4 rather than a PlayStation 5. I wanted to get a games console because I enjoy gaming and hadn't had one for a few years. And I thought, I'm not going to go for the PlayStation 5 because it's brand new. It's, it's, it's not going to have too many games and it's more expensive. I'm going to go for the, I'm going to go for the console that has been around for much longer, has all the, all, all the quirks ironed out through pa- patches and that type of thing, and has a huge catalogue of games that I can get my, my teeth into straight away. So... It's not just a matter of sort of thinking about buying more secondhand and buying less new. It's also maybe altering your idea of what is new anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is this is a good good point that you know buying something that is new. You you if it's new technology or or some you know new development, whether it's a console or program or whatever it is, you you likely to come across an issues and problems that haven't you know manifest itself and through the uh use by many many people through a prolonged period of time but i think i would you know i would i would like to once again make that uh distinction between being wasteful between consumerism between you know buying things where you not really need them mm. and between you know whether i need something and yes. I need to make a decision whether I'm going to buy new or I'm going to buy a second hand. If you need this, I would go with a new one every single time, mainly because you can. It, it's just going to last longer. It's just going to be with you for longer. You, you won't have to buy another one. But be more considerate about how you spend your money. Is yeah. that what you're saying? And be more considerate how much how, of what you actually buy, yeah. you know, your buying quality. Yes, I think so. I, I think so. This is this is this is this. this I think this is the definitely an an element of that. Yes, by quality more than quantity. Yes, for sure. So where do you, where do you think the secondhand market comes from? Where do you think the actual secondhand products come from? Because you know, but when you when you want to try something, or when you're not sure about something, yes, or you know, or when the secondhand is perfectly will perfectly fulfill. Yes. What you what you need, like if it perfectly fulfill your needs, you know, it's it's maybe not complicated. Thing. It can be budget budgetary needs as well. Like budgetary budget needs, needs are obviously, are the ones that that are that are most obvious. But you know, there are there are a lot of items that are quite simple. Yes. And and they're not really you know much worse. Well, I saw I saw I saw somebody moving as a neighbor recently, and a lot of their main main furniture I knew was from charity because of the van that was delivering it to them. Mm. And I thought that might be a budgetary need. That's probably a budgetary need. Like they, they want to furnish this place, but they're actually furnishing well, it. Like old furniture can be actually much better, like an old one than a new one. Exactly, yeah. So 
are we are we saying again, as we always say quite often in these conclusions of these episodes, that it's that balance again? It's always down it's, to the balance. I, th- I think life is all about balance in general. Absolutely. Um, and actually, one tip that I was given quite a, quite a long time ago by a good friend of mine said that if there is one item, there's that if you walk into a shop, for example, and you see something you really like it, don't buy it just then. Walk away. Go back the next day. Look at it again. And don't buy it then and walk away. And then maybe the third day you might go and go, actually, you know, I do definitely need this. It's a bit of an extreme example, but it's the whole idea of, you know, asking yourself that, that important question. Do you really need this or do you want it? Yeah, I had a similar advice when I was buying car. I was, I was buying secondhand car. I probably only once in my life bought a secondhand car. And my friend told me, you know, go in there, look at the car as if you don't want it. That's a great that's a, that's a great example. And yeah. then and then, you know, when you come back home and you think about it, and if you want it, then go and buy it. Yes. And and if somebody's bought it in the meantime, then it obviously wasn't meant to be. Yeah. I think there's also an obsession with ownership as well. So absolutely yes. you don't have you mentioned, I think right at the start, if I remember right at the start of what you of your case against, was you don't have to you can you can you can loan a suit. Yeah. Why? Why do you need to? I, I think this is like a, a little bit of a of a of, of in our society that we tend to hoard things and we just yes. like, you know the more. And, 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 but this is you know we're going off tangents of the subject of the of the podcast. But uh, I think that in in general, you know, it, it truly the less you have, the happier you are. This is really true. I don't think that's. I think I don't think that's a tangent at all. I think that's pretty much on on the money for myself because it's. We're talking about really about what we buy and what we own and what the, all the, all the all the stuff we accumulate through our lives. Yeah. I don't think you can that... part ways or get rid of something that you bought secondhand easier. Yeah, yeah. Even it because it was cheaper for you. Yes, or or the fact that when you actually really consider you buy to buy something and you buy it, you you really you really relish it. You know, it's really important to you. I mean, I've got I've got a really quite uh, I've got a my watch here. As you can probably hear me pick it up. This isn't a very expensive watch. But it, it, I considered about, right, right, I need a new watch. What should I do? Should I buy a new one or should I just rely on my phone? And I bought it and, I, and I, it doesn't cost me, it didn't cost me that much money, but it, it was a very considered purchase. And because of that, I, I value it very highly. I, I have to have my watch on now all the time because I just value it so well, so, so much. But the, I go back to this whole idea of um, ownership not being, not being that important that you talked about secondhand cars. I drive, but I don't own a car but I have access to a car mm. and that's through a car share club. They are brand, nearly brand new cars pretty much because they're all um, they're through a lease hire system from the company that I am a member of or the organization I'm a member of. So I'm often driving cars that are only about two or three years old and I'm not owning that car. I just pay, to, I pay as you go when it, comes to, when it comes to driving. I have access to a van. I have access to various different cars because... I don't need to own a car. I or live three. In, or three, yeah. Like a or, van, you need a van. Yes. You need a two-seater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there was a great, there's a great um, YouTube channel called Not Only Bikes, Not Just Bikes. And he, he talks about the whole car, car, share, car share thing as well. He's particularly in the Netherlands, but they're all over the place. And somebody asked him, and I've, I've stolen this, I've stolen this from him actually, Un, you know, I, I unapologetically stolen it from him. He said, um, somebody asked him, what, what car do you own? And he said, I, what, what, I, I own a fleet of vehicles. You know, and so he's like, you know, I, that's, don't, don't be completely obsessed with actually owning absolutely everything you have 
learning things, becoming um, becoming a member of a a share club of some type. I mean, there's an organisation in, in in Oxford called the Library of Things, and basically it's got anything you can think of, from power tools to furniture to well, even like a, a like a a, a a thing that you can put on the back of your bike, like a you can bike a bike bike rack. Yeah, a bike rack thing. So like a, like almost like a almost like a um, a trailer, small trailer that you can oh, fire. Okay. You can do as a short term hire because you don't need it forever and ever. Who really needs a power tool in their if if you don't if you're not a DIY fanatic? Who needs a huge drill to drill a drill a hole? You're only going to maybe drill one hole in in a year. You can you don't have to own it. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. I and think that, I think we come to the conclusion that it is really down to thinking, not being wasteful uh, with your purchase and thinking like, do you do you really need that and one and then once you have it like do you need a new one and is, and is, is it also down to a case of education as well educating yourself about what you you can do what you can actually get without having to actually actually own it yourself i love how all those those topics of our episodes come like they coming, just come coming, together coming, yeah coming together, every, every, like becoming one part of a big hole all right that's it for today let us know what you think Send us an email or contact us on social media. You can find the links in the show's description. Oh, and don't forget to tune in for the next installment of the podcast where we ask, have you ever considered 